0: I worked a corporate job while building my YouTube channel for years, and I'm completely open and transparent about that. It really rubs me the wrong way that so many people don't wanna talk about money and yoga in an honest capacity. Ignite your best life. Yoga is the spark. Hello my friends, welcome back to the Yoga Hacks podcast where we take yoga off the mat and into our daily lives. Quick reminder before we jump into this week's episode that if you haven't ordered your Uplifted Yoga Planner journal for 2018 or for whatever future year you may be listening to this, you definitely wanna do that. I know I'm recording this episode around the holiday season and it makes a great gift to yourself or something to ask for. It's an absolutely beautiful planner hybrid journal that has beautiful quotes around the yoga sutras, the chakras, all the stuff you love to geek and nerd out on like I do. Uh, Hundreds of journaling prompts, journaling prompts around the different phases of the moon, so much inspiration, and of course, there's a daily accountability system through the planner of how to track yoga and meditation and really make your practice consistent, really lead an intention-based life. It's the first ever yoga-focused planner. So make sure to check that out at upliftedjournal.com if you don't yet have a copy. Now diving into today's topic, Should I quit my corporate job and do yoga? I actually was sort of shocked that I hadn't already done a podcast on this particular topic. It came up, of course, in the Uplifted Private Facebook group where someone posed this very, very question. She said that she's feeling unfulfilled in her corporate job. I think a lot of us can relate to that and she really was looking for more meaning in her life and potentially quitting the corporate gig to pursue teaching yoga as a way to do that now the uplifted community is amazing so she got tons and tons of incredible feedback and answers from uplifted community members who are way smarter than me and it really was an amazing discussion thread i had so much fun reading it but of course i had to chime in and offer my two cents which is (laughs) which is complicated right the first thing i really wanted to share was that I think it's really hard for us to ask any one thing to be our primary source of fulfillment in this life, whether it be a partner or a job or a child, right? It's just too much to ask one thing to be our everything. That's the first thing. The second of all thing is that I think a lot of us, especially women, we have this either-or mentality, and I think I've talked about this in a bunch of prior podcasts and in the Chakra podcasts, but it's sort of like that container store fantasy. We want everything to fit perfectly in a little box with a bow on top, and we think Once life is simple, meaning I just have one job or one life purpose or one, you know, gig that earns me money and also fulfills all my other needs, or if I can just put a title on myself that is clear, like I am a product manager, I am a yoga teacher, I am a corporate type person, or I am a hippie type person, or if I can just simplify my life, right, like put it in a box, give it a beautiful title that I'd write in like a big sharpie marker and put a bow on top of it, like I will feel in control, I will feel happy, my life will make sense, and then I will feel fulfilled. The reality is this container store fantasy is just that, it's a fantasy, it doesn't work. And I think letting go of that enticing, because it is an enticing fantasy, Uh, is really the first step in sort of taking charge of our own happiness and getting realistic about what will and won't work for us. I know that I used to feel like I had to fit in a box and I had to have this label, like there was no way I could be a yoga teacher and be growing my YouTube channel and still be working a corporate job. Those things are just oxymorons. They don't go together. It felt like, how could that be? But the reality is like we're all complex human beings Yes, from the outside, some other people's lives may look like they fit the container store fantasy mentality, but trust me, if you dig deeper into their journey and how they got there, and even probably deeper into their life right now, it's not the case. It is not the case. Like all of us are so much more complicated. We can't just put a single title on ourselves. Most of us are multi-passionate, meaning we have more than one passion in our life. Most of us have different things that make us happy in different seasons and different stages of our life. So it's just completely unrealistic to ask one thing to fulfill us spiritually, financially, and all these other ways. So I think letting go of that fantasy is huge for anyone who's contemplating some of these issues. Because you'll just take this huge pressure off yourself to find this one size fits all solution for who you need to be and what your identity is in the world. That's another thing I want to say about identity in the world. We live in a time period where our identity is very much tied to what we do, right? If you're at a party, that's one of the first things people ask you. What do you do? And it can really feel like your job is your identity. But remember that, just like everything else, is a mindset that you choose whether or not you want to buy into. So... While many of us are defined by our jobs or society wants to define us by our jobs, you don't have to define yourself by your job. And when people ask, you can very clearly tell them that, you know, hey, I do this, but I'm also really passionate about this or hey, I'm doing these three things, right? Let go of this pressure that you have to be labeled. Alex agrees with me, you can hear him. He's getting all riled up in the background being like, no, people do not need to succumb to labels. Don't fall into that trap. And don't think that there will ever be just one label that fits you. Once you accept this, it's so liberating. Okay, so back to our Uplifted member who had their specific question about whether to quit their corporate job and teach yoga, which brings up another thing I'm really passionate about sharing, which is being realistic about what a career in yoga looks like. My husband actually got a little bit mad at me, or not mad, but he he sort of commented after this most recent round of teacher training because there's a week or two in the training where we focus more on business stuff and job stuff and money stuff. And I guess he overheard one of the live calls I was leading. And afterwards he said, you're not being inspirational enough, like you're being really tough on these people, like telling them it's really hard work and uh, you should be more encouraging or or something like that. And I kind of got upset with him because I was like, first of all, I'm extremely encouraging. I really, really, I mean, you can do this. If you want a career in yoga, you a 100% can, but I don't think it's of service For me to be telling people, quit your full-time job, you know, like do yoga teacher training with me and you'll just be a millionaire. I'm gonna share with you all my quick win secrets, right? I don't have any quick win secrets. I built my business, blood, sweat, tears, and joy. So much joy and so much fun, but it was a long journey. And I worked a corporate job while building my YouTube channel for years. And I'm completely open and transparent about that. It really rubs me the wrong way that so many people don't want to talk about money and yoga in an honest capacity. Almost every single yoga teacher training program out there just avoids the whole business side of things completely, right? They don't even talk about how to get jobs in a studio, how to get privates how to get corporate clients how to teach online how to film yourself how to build a following right like none of that is included it's just sort of the yoga teacher training there's no, there's no business aspect whatsoever my yoga teacher training was like that the words money the words business career salary never mentioned once and that was fine I mean I wasn't expecting the yoga teacher training to provide any of those things at that time However, in my training, it's extremely important to me to share all that information because yes, you may just be doing yoga teacher training to deepen your practice or maybe explore the idea of teaching yoga as a career, but you know, not really committed yet, but I would rather educate everyone about what a career in this business really looks like and be completely honest. And I disagreed with my husband. I think I said, "I think I am being uplifting and inspirational but I'm also being real and honest and I'm not going to sugarcoat the challenges of a career in yoga right I mean most yoga teachers if you're just purely teaching in a studio it's a very hard way to make a living and there are hacks and tricks that I talk about in the training for how if you really just want to purely teach full-time you can do it it involves you know of living life as a tax deduction and I have some strategies that I've actually told close friends of mine who are teachers that have worked well for them of how you can kind of work with corporations to make all of that work but the reality is it's not a piece of cake and I don't nor is any career right like if you wanted to be an astronaut or a professional dancer or a jewelry designer with their own Etsy shop like anything it's challenging and especially with something like yoga or the jewelry designer Etsy example, it's not just about the teaching yoga or the designing jewelry. It's also you becoming an entrepreneur. You have to book your own clients. You have to schedule your own classes and meetings. You have to hustle. You need to hustle. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. It's not like a job where you're just offered a full-time salary and you show up nine to five. That's, that's, true in some career paths, but not in the yoga career path. So I don't think it serves anyone to tell them, you know, that it's, that's, what's going to happen. Like you'll just send your resume to a yoga studio and they're going to give you like a full-time salary and health benefits and something like that. Right. That's, again, I really care about you listening. I care about everyone in my community. And if you do yoga teacher training, you're like my family and I therefore want you to know the real deal. <laughs> Alex agrees, right? Honesty is the best way. So if you are the person who has a corporate job and is interested in yoga teacher training, I say pursue it. Do yoga teacher training because it's a life changing experience it's transformational it's just going to enrich your life no matter what enrich your personal practice and you can always figure out later if you want to teach or not i did yoga teacher training with the idea of enriching my personal practice never thinking that i would actually teach and of course i ended up teaching right so you just don't know so i would say pursue it and if you have a really demanding job the great news is that there are more and more trainings that Are flexible, and mine's a great example of that, right? You can do my training online, and it is so much easier and more convenient if you have a career to do it that way as opposed to spending every night and weekend in a studio. So, check out the online option, check out in person options. I would really encourage you though to do training as a first step because it's going to enrich your life no matter what. Now, if you're that person who's already done your yoga teacher training and now you're saying, Okay, I want to teach but I'm still working corporate, my biggest advice is to start teaching on the side. Try to pick up some classes, nights and weekends, and if you're not sure how to begin and how to do any of that, how to sort of network your way into yoga world, you can do my bridge program, which is basically you get to do my yoga teacher training full certification program for a highly, highly, highly discounted rate as someone who already has a 200-hour degree and get all the business stuff and get connected to just a great community of classmates who are all going through this same thing as you and to me directly, of course. Um, But start networking your way in and teaching yoga on the side. It's really the best way to get started, and it's how we all started, right? I didn't there are people who just quit their job and are like, I'm going to make yoga happen. But I think there's, there's cons to that, right? Because all of a sudden, the thing that you love has now, you've asked the thing that you love to become your primary source of income. Some of my happiest times working on my own yoga business were when I had the full-time job, right? Because the money coming in from teaching and Growing the business online was just fun. It was just bonus, right? It wasn't what I was relying on to pay my rent. And that was so liberating because I felt like I had so much creative freedom and no pressure to do a brand sponsorship that I didn't want to do or make a certain kind of content that I feel like I had to make to make money. Instead, it it was just whatever I wanted. And my corporate job enabled that freedom so, I think you really want to ask yourself if I really love something so much, do I want to put pressure on it and myself to be a money maker right away or or to to have to fulfill my financial need and my sort of more spiritual need? Again, it's a lot to ask of one thing or one person to fulfill multiple multiple things in in your life. So, one thing I would do in addition to trying to hustle and do yoga on the side is to think of all the ways your corporate job does serve you because I think a lot of us can get really negative on corporate. But the reality is corporate is great in so many ways. So let's list some. You get a paycheck. (gasps) Oh, paychecks are great. When you run your own business, you don't get a paycheck. You are responsible for hustling in all the money. So being like given a paycheck every two weeks is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It's something to be so grateful for. Pending where you work in corporate, you might also have amazing benefits like paid vacation. When you own your own business, you don't have paid vacation. <laughs> you have to do your own taxes. You have to do your own accounting. It's, it's a lot. Like Again, wouldn't trade it for the world, but I'm just saying, There is a moment to savor and appreciate what the corporate life provides, right? They just like hand you a W-2 and you're on your way. You get paid vacation. You probably get health benefits, I hope. Um, All of these things are things to be grateful for. Other things to be grateful for, stability, right? Like all our root chakra issues, sort of like a corporate job can really help provide. Yes, you could get laid off, but on the whole, it's a lot more stable and less stressful than being a freelancer, which is sort of like what being a yoga teacher is and having to hustle your own work 24-7. And that's just some of the basic things, right? Maybe there's a great sense of community at your workplace or co-workers you really love or other really amazing incentives that they offer. So there is a lot that I think we take for granted with, corporate jobs. And I know when I had my corporate job, I was desperate to leave it and quit and be full-time on yoga. But I never let that be the focal point. I always try to cultivate this sense of appreciation for the corporate job by listing the things that we just went over. I'm so grateful for the stability that this job provides me. I'm so grateful for the abundance this job provides me. I was able to find a corporate job that was very flexible. So I was always saying, I'm so grateful for the flexibility this job provides. And I'm so appreciative that this corporate job enables me with the freedom to take yoga retreats, to have financial abundance so that I can experiment with my yoga business without feeling a ton of pressure to, again, have creative freedom to just let the business unfold naturally And I gave so much love and good juju to that corporate job while hustling on the side. And most yoga teachers I know, most successful yoga teachers I know, didn't just one day wake up and quit their job cold turkey and just said, I'm going to make it as a yoga teacher. Most of them did a very slow transition, like what I did, where it was like a little bit income from yoga a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And then what else is going on in your life? Are you the primary breadwinner for your family? Do you have a partner that's super supportive who can maybe help while you get things going? Again, the thing I really want you to be cognizant of if you're listening to this and in this situation is that once your yoga becomes how you're making money, it changes. The relationship changes. And another thing This kind of leads me to the next point that I wanted to bring up in this podcast is that teaching yoga is very different from just loving yoga and wanting to have a strong personal practice. And again, this isn't just yoga. This is any job you're pursuing. So you love yoga, right? But does that mean you're going to love teaching yoga? Teaching yoga involves being an entrepreneur, right? Because there aren't really that many full-time, With benefits paycheck type yoga teaching gigs now there are some and I talk about that in yoga teacher training but for the most part 90% you're on your own right most of them you're going to be an independent contractor and in charge of hustling your own work two you're going to be traveling a lot right you have to go from studio to studio to studio to teach maybe you have to go from retreat center to conferences I mean, most of the big yoga teachers I know travel all the time. They're leading retreats and workshops all over the world and they don't get to be home with their families maybe as much as they want or maybe they love that lifestyle. I don't know. But again, this is where I'm encouraging you to think beyond just loving yoga like your personal time on the mat. The process of teaching requires that you're working for a bunch of different people, you're an independent contractor, so you have to hustle your own work, you're maybe maybe traveling a lot, you're standing on your feet and using your voice all the time. So you're not really doing yoga when your class is doing yoga, you're teaching. And most new teachers, and we talk about this in teacher training, find that their personal practice kind of falls apart or falls to the wayside when they start teaching yoga because all of a sudden they're so exhausted from teaching. It's a huge emotional and energetic output. It's magic, pure magic, but it's not like super relaxing like you doing yoga on your mat eight hours a day being a yoga teacher, right? You're refining other people's alignment. You're walking around the room. Now, I realize I just painted a pretty bleak picture so let me talk about the flip side of all of that it's amazing teaching yoga because there's so much variety right you're teaching in different places different studios you get to know so many different types of people you don't just have one boss you have maybe multiple studio owners you have relationships with and are working with you get to travel which if you're an explorer and in a stage of life where you want to be traveling It's amazing. You get to lead retreats and workshops and go all over the world. And yes, while you're not physically doing yoga yourself eight hours a day, the incredible high you get from teaching is phenomenal. It's like unparalleled. And the relationships you cultivate with your students and watching them grow and getting to be part of their journey is the most rewarding thing in life, right? So those are all the huge positives. I just like to paint a realistic picture of what people are walking into so they can really weigh the pros and cons. The other thing that's so brilliant and amazing about being a yoga teacher right now in this particular time period is the new technology, right? You can record videos of yourself. You can have a huge social media presence around yoga and build your business that way. There's more options than ever before to make money and make a difference and make an impact and reach more people through yoga. And we need amazing teachers. I think a huge story I used to tell myself was that, you know, the world doesn't need more yoga teachers. Why should I teach? Why would anyone want to hear what I have to say? And you need to drop that mindset if you're like I was and saying that to yourself. The world is desperate for really good yoga teachers. And yes, you can definitely focus on the yoga teachers who are struggling there. I know many of them, right? They're they're not making as much money as they want to. Or you can focus on the people who are hugely successful in the wellness industry, yoga teachers or people like Deepak Chopra, right, who are millionaires or Bikram who are literally millionaires. Uh, from from doing this work, so you can focus on the lack of abundance, or you can focus on the abundance. And there are so many people killing it in this industry and doing so so well. So that's hopefully to inspire you that that can be you. There's no difference between you and those people except that they're working really hard and taking action every single day, usually with a clear strategy or a clear platform that they're developing to get in touch with their tribe and there's no reason you can't do the same thing. A lot of the tools that I try to teach in the business part of my yoga teacher training are really to empower you so you can do those same things. You can understand social media, so you can understand how to film yourself and take photographs of yourself if that's something you're interested in. Ultimately, you have to define what success is. In yoga looks like for you, right? Does that look like leading one retreat a year and occasionally teaching for fun? Does success mean having a full-time income off of teaching yoga? Does success mean having a six-figure income off of teaching yoga, right? You need to get really clear on what that success, quote in quotes, right, means for you in yoga, and then think about what are the steps you need to take to get there. Anything is possible, but I do think putting so much pressure on yourself to like quit a corporate job or to not recognize the freedom and stability that your corporate job is giving you and just go headfirst into yoga is maybe doing a disservice to yourself and your practice because it's just too much pressure too soon and again it's not like yoga specific it's like every job which is more freelance right like where you're an independent contract and you have to build up your own work and build up your own business like the jewelry example i gave as well any business that's like that takes time to grow and cultivate not just the yoga business any business like that so you want to give yourself that ample leeway and time to do it and again there are people who say oh you'll never make a change unless you jump off a cliff right and you'll you'll procrastinate unless you Have to, or like this, the starving artist mentality, right? Where it's like you have to be living your art purely in order to be a real artist. And some people, that's their viewpoint, and maybe that's your viewpoint, and that's fine, but it's never been mine. And I think, again, it just puts you between a rock and a hard place. I don't think jumping off a cliff (laughs) saying like, I have to support myself through my art or my yoga is the healthy way to go about things. It's definitely one approach and it might be the best fit for you, especially if, you know, maybe you're listening to this and you've been teaching yoga on the side for years and years and years and you kind of could make that transition, but you're scared to and hanging on to the corporate job as a safety net. That's a different situation. And you want to do some journaling and self-work around that. But on the whole, I think when I hear people talk about just wanting to jump off the deep end and make a big change, I think it's spurred by this desire to just want life to be simple, to have that container store feeling, which again is an illusion like we talked about earlier. And just know that everyone, myself included, started from nothing and hustled and did a hybrid approach of yoga and also making money from other things. And there is no shame in that. It's a fantastic way to start and that I believe in you. So go out there, take action, small action steps towards what you want to do. I mean, sometimes I feel like I hear these comments or ideas from people who are like, "I want to quit my full-time job and teach yoga." And I'm like, "Well, are you teaching yoga now?" Right? And often the answer is no. They haven't gotten into action at all and they think they need to quit their full-time job in order to get into action, right? There's only so many hours in a day for sure, but I think everyone who is successful, you go through a period where you're kind of working two jobs at once and it's really intense. I know I've definitely gone through that period and it doesn't last forever, but it is sort of just the the, the best way to transition so much of the time is just to get into action. That's my biggest advice, get into action. If you think you wanna teach yoga, start teaching. If you think maybe you could support yourself doing a hybrid approach of yoga and body work, I see that combo work really well, or yoga and health coaching, or yoga and something else, start testing the waters on that, get the certifications you need, and really the world is your oyster. You can do anything you put your mind to. I am someone who never, ever ever thought that I would make a full-time living teaching yoga I did not think it was possible and I've proved myself wrong and so many members of my family and my parents wrong right so if I can do it you can do it I just think small steps and consistent action is better than jumping off the cliff so much love thank you for listening all the way to the very end make sure to like this podcast if you enjoyed it or got some helpful tips If you're listening on YouTube, and of course, giving it a rating of five stars or a review if you're listening on iTunes is so helpful and means the world to me. I'd love to hear your comments and insights as well. So if you're a member of our private Facebook group, Yoga Hacks, H-A-C-K-S, community.com, you can leave comments there below on YouTube or, of course, Uplifted members in our Uplifted private Facebook group. I'm wishing you a beautiful day full of yoga and love and light from my heart to yours. Namaste. This episode was brought to you by Uplifted. Try Brett's membership community for people who want to enrich their life through yoga for free at brettlarkin.com slash uplifted. Yoga obsessed? Join Brett for yoga teacher training at brettlarkin.com slash train. And don't forget to give back. Like this podcast, leave a rating or review. Share this with someone you love. Remember. Now is the time to dedicate yourself to what matters most. From my heart to yours, namaste.